Welcome to the Healthy Celiac Podcast. I'm your host, Belinda from belindawheelan.com, and here you will learn to live your very best life with celiac disease. Now, we are going to be talking all about health-related topics because you, my friend, are more than just a woman with celiac disease. Welcome to the show. Alrighty, welcome back to this week's episode where I am talking all about lactose intolerance because this seems to be an area that so many newly diagnosed celiacs don't get told about and they don't learn about it and they don't understand why their body still feels like rubbish after a diagnosis with celiac disease and they're not getting better. So I want to talk to you today about primary lactose intolerance and secondary lactose intolerance and what either of those could mean for you moving forward. So lactose intolerance is when your body can't break down lactose. So lactose is the main sugar that's found in milk made by mammals. And it's basically, it's not, it's not serious, but it can be really, really uncomfortable. So if you have been suffering with lactose intolerance, you'll know that it's not fun. And there's many symptoms that you may be thinking are from gluten. So things like bloating, gas, diarrhea, being uncomfortable, gurgly belly, things like that can be from lactose intolerance. So what happens is there's different things that can trigger lactose intolerance. But for many people with celiac disease, they will have what's called secondary lactose intolerance. And what's happened is the lactase enzyme in your small intestine is not doing what it needs to do because it's not there. It's not produced. It's not producing enough of this enzyme to break down the lactose when you consume it. So what I always recommend is anybody that gets a celiac disease diagnosis in the very, very beginning is to cut out consuming lactose. So if you cut that out, what it's going to do is it's going to help you get rid of any symptoms that could be from secondary lactose intolerance and your body will heal. And then when you start to reintroduce lactose, you should be able to um, deal with those foods and your body should be able to break them down easily. And if not, it means that you probably just have primary lactose intolerance, which means you will always have to either eat completely lactose free or you'll start to learn your threshold. So some people can have a little bit of lactose in their diet and some people can have a bit more. For me personally, I am lactose intolerant now. This has only been going on for a couple of years for me. Um, But for me, I cannot have very much at all. So for me, there's some dairy products that I still consume, but not all dairy has a high amount of lactose in it. So it's learning which foods are low in lactose or which ones that don't mess with you as much as some. So for me, I would never touch a glass of milk. There is no way, oh, that just makes me feel ill even thinking about it. Whereas I can consume a little bit of Parmesan cheese and I can have a little bit of camembert cheese and it doesn't affect me. So you'll start to learn which foods work for you and which ones don't. Now, some people do get Um, mixed up with IBS and also with cow milk protein intolerance. So 
it's important to rule those two out first before figuring out if you have got lactose intolerance. Now, lactose intolerance is usually something that you can figure out for yourself simply by cutting out all dairy products. And if you feel better, then you'll know that it's lactose intolerance. Now, if it's not lactose intolerance, it could be cow milk protein intolerance or it could be IBS but you should start to feel better as soon as you cut out dairy if it is a lactose intolerance. So it's worth giving it a go and just trialing to see if you do feel better. Now, if it is um, secondary lactose intolerance, you might find that you slowly introduce a little bit of dairy and you're fine, or you might find that you add it in and it doesn't feel very good. You might need to have a little bit more time healing your body. That's all going to depend on how much damage is going on in your small intestine because of celiac disease. So it, again, it's just trial and error and just figuring out if you can add more of those dairy products into your diet at a later date. I always re recommend tracking what you're eating and consuming and seeing the effects of that. So if you haven't already checked out my daily health tracker, head to Amazon and grab yourself one of those because it's a great way of writing down what you're eating and when. So with dairy, you'll usually find that it's about 30 minutes to two hours. You'll start to see symptoms of that happening. You know, all those gastro issues if it's from dairy. So if you know that you've cut out gluten and you know that you're not eating gluten at all, then you might be able to pinpoint by writing down what you're eating that yes, it is actually from the dairy products. So I highly recommend that you track your food for a little bit just to get on top of it. Now, that's a really quick episode for you today. I just wanted to share that with you because I know that it's something that so many people aren't aware of and they get caught up with it and they miss out on feeling better quicker. So give it a go track your symptoms, see how you go without lactose or dairy in your diet and see how you feel. Because if it is lactose intolerance, you're going to feel amazing. You're going to feel so much better. So yeah, it's definitely worth giving it a go. So thanks so much for listening and I'll talk with you again next week. Have a great week. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, head to BelindaWhelan.com to get yourself a free copy of my exclusive ebook, 11 Mistakes People Make Going Gluten-Free Living With Celiac Disease.